1: And we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back for another deep dive into kinetic belief for attracting your abundant life. So glad you could be back with us today. And if you would like to receive an occasional text from me, go ahead and text the word kinetic if you're in the United States to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. Also subscribe. Don't don't miss out on subscribing to the podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode <laughs> by subscribing. And also,
0: <laughs> oh, and uh, subscribe.
1: And subscribe. <laughs> and you can also find us on Clubhouse at Stephen Canyon. Meg, I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for <laughs> life. I'm grateful for the sunshine. I'm just I'm grateful today.
0: Me too. I was listening to the intro and Something popped out that uh, I know I've never really because you you know the intro where he's talking and mm-hmm. you know I don't always yeah. listen to it because we hear it every every day <laughs> right but he says you know rewriting the rules of adventure
1: yeah and I'm thinking yeah.
0: that's we've totally done that yes we've done that with our life isn't that cool
1: yes yeah and you know it's rewriting those those rules of adventure that actually sets us on a journey for ex- yeah. for discovery yes. And, and it's rewriting the rules of our lives that set us on course yeah. for discovery, right?
0: Absolutely. I think you and I living an unchaperoned life. Was the best thing that ever happened <laughs> to us. Make sure there are no
1: adults around.
0: <laughs> and we'll have a telling you
1: do this, put that down, stop that. <laughs> don't <laughs> sit down. Don't run. No running.
0: Don't buy an RV and live in it for two years. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. It's
1: like the, the kids down here at this swimming pool. There are no adults. They they yeah. can go all night, all day, and and none of them walk anywhere. It's constant run, run, run,
0: run, jump, swim, right? jump, run. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of
1: gratitude, I'm also I'm also grateful. For the works of great artists that have been preserved, that you can go into museums and it, you can go to galleries and yes. and just take it in.
0: Oh, I agree. It's like
1: going back in time. I mean, yes. Aren't you glad that pigments don't evaporate overnight? I mean, you do <laughs> Which, have to take care of
0: it. Yes, but and that even seems like a miracle when you're looking at these ancient works of art. Just it seems miraculous that they're even that they even exist.
1: That we can still go and and. It's like going into the the studio of a Da Vinci or mm-hmm. a Van Gogh or Monet. Yeah. Well, and,
0: and probably the most moving thing about seeing a piece of art like that is that you're really getting a snapshot of the artist's spirit at the time. You know, where they were, what mm-hmm. they were thinking, what they were Slides feeling. it's of history. Yeah. It's not just the painting.
1: Well, I got to say there are a lot of musicians that I'm also so grateful for that oh, we can yeah. still enjoy and champion and celebrate their talents. Yes. And and I was listening to yesterday to Dan mm. Fogelberg. Mm. I am so grateful for all of those videos and recordings of his music.
0: What a poet. You and know.
1: we're always going to have him with us now because yes. of that. Yes. Dan Fogelberg, what a, po- a transcendent poet. Yeah. And he took all of his poetry and was able to, as an incredible musician, mm. put music to all of that.
0: He was, he was almost like a, I don't know if savant is the right word, but his ability to create poetry and, and add lyric, lyric and music. mm well, well, think
1: about all of the incredible musicians that came along hundreds of years ago, you know, in the time of the, uh, the masters, perhaps, and, you know, those, those painters, that yes. you'll never he- actually hear their voices. Right. You know, hear them.
0: The fact that we just have the music on paper mm. is an amazing feat. I'm grateful. <laughs> Speaking yes. of,
1: gra- you know, there is, a, there is a poetic expression of life within every human being. And we're talking about all these grades, yeah. but every single person has a a poetic expression, mm-hmm. absolutely of of life of their of the essence of their life on the within. But most people never get there. Right. They never allow that expression to manifest. And, and that's come the out.
0: word allow.
1: They don't allow it. They don't allow it to see the light of day. Mm and and it's because of self-doubt it's because of all the condemnation fear fear of judgment fear of what somebody might say if you know i i allow that expression of life that's within me to come out and um fear that you know it just it might be just too hideous <laughs> for anybody else to to, to hear it or to see it, manifestations <laughs> of of the negative egoist state of being, keep the light of life hidden within most people.
0: That's one thing Picasso never said. It's too hideous.
1: Probably not. <laughs> he may have, but he overcame it.
0: Well, and I've always wondered, too, if, if sometimes in art, sometimes artists even are tempted to overcompensate for, you know, trying... Because you do have to, you know, try extra, extra hard to not care what people think, so that your art is not affected, and you can take that too. That's far. a great point,
1: because it, but it is that trying, that effort, that is the healthy kind of competitiveness mm-hmm. with self. It's that. It's that. By gosh, darn it! I am going to do this. Come. Come heck or high water, nobody, no thing is going to prevent me from allowing that essence mm-hmm. of life, that creative part of me, from coming out and seeing the light of day. Well, Nothing's going to stop me.
0: I love this topic because I think a lot of times people can feel as though art and self-expression is, you know, for someone else. It's for the the quote artists, the the eccentric people of the world. And that is so not true. I took a wonderful art class one time, and um, she was a renowned artist down in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and she's started the class by having us all just take out charcoal and a piece of paper and she said just start moving your arm and she's saying you're not allowed to stop drawing and just draw what you're feeling.
1: That is so cool, isn't that? It was so cool. What a great approach. And the product
0: yes. what was produced from each individual person was fascinating. It was so different and some were wilding. I mean, it was just so interesting to see that look, we all have self-expression.
1: Permission to be free. Yes. Permission to express yeah. granted. Mm-hmm. We just need somebody to say it's okay. Right. It's okay to be you. It's okay to express yourself. Nobody's judging. You're not trying to meet some standard or high mark.
0: Right. And so
1: you're free to do it and to allow it to see the light of day. Most people are experiencing life by only identifying with the five senses. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm telling you that that can have a paralyzing effect.
0: Paralyzing. Yeah. Good word for that.
1: Most people are going through their daily lives carrying out in the same way some kind of hurt like we were talking about yesterday. And often it's, it's just something that happened a long time ago, but you're still carrying it with you. Got all my, my paintbrushes and here are my pigments and two panes and away I go to the gallery.
0: <laughs> An utter to the <laughs> and utter self-loathing. Now let's begin. Just a,
1: just a, <laughs> a hint of self self-loathing. <laughs> and
0: oh man. Yes. Uh, it,
1: it could it may be something that just sort of slapped you yesterday. Somebody said something ugly about you. They blamed you for something. They accused you of something. There are so many somethings that somebody can say to you. So today, you know, so I, I, I want to I wanna, I wanna settle some things here today once and for all. Sometimes, look, we just need to deal with a thing, okay? We just need to go ahead and stop packing the, the baggage of those the self-loathings and, and all those things. And we just need to go ahead and deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. Before we can go on in life. And I am so grateful that today is the day that we're going to deal with something.
0: Yeah.
1: Somebody listening, actually right now, somebody listening is about to receive some freedom today, and it is going to be freedom from something that's been hanging on, keeping some extraordinary things from showing up in your life. There, there's a fundamental a fundamental derogatory power of self-doubt. Mm. It's, empower, it's, it, it's empowered to defeat because listen it's it's when you're doubting yourself that a judgment a negative opinion a bad report the griping and complaining by others at work the negative neighbors bad news of any kind will build its house mm. what is it when i when i talk about self doubt i mean i'm simply talking about a person that doubts themselves doubting their abilities doubting who they are reasoning with their identity doubting just doubting any good possibility or any good outcome. And when we talk about self-doubt, it's questioning ourselves all the time. People who live in self-doubt, so many, are people who are constantly questioning themselves. For example, it's feeling guilty all the time. Feeling like when you're going out, maybe you should be staying in. When you're working somewhere, maybe you should be working somewhere else. When you finally get married, maybe you should be single. Questioning, (laughs) doubting, reasoning, being double-minded about everything. Or when you're sleeping, you think maybe you should be up doing something. When you're up doing something, I need to go take a nap. Or when you're single, maybe I ought to just be married, whatever it is.
0: Maybe I should just be married. <laughs> I,
1: mean, it's, it's I think th- I'll go get married. <laughs> I'm tired of this stuff. Let's, I'm going to get married. It's, it's thinking that when you're short, you wish you were tall. Or when your hair is curly, you wish it was straight. Or when it's straight, how many of you know that you wish it was curly? I mean, it's feeling like when you finally put a demand on attracting your success that maybe it's just not going to work for you. That you cast down the imaginations of condemnation, but gosh darn it, you still feel guilty. It's feeling like you haven't done enough for anything good to come your way. And it's feeling like, you know what, you've just, you've not done enough for your family. It's feeling like you've not done enough for the world around you. It's this area of self-doubt, self-loathing. It's the feeling of, I know that I shouldn't be offended by what other people say. Still, you've got that, yeah, but, which erases everything. It just erases everything else. This
0: is all so true and so relatable, and and there's this touches every one of us. If you're a human being, you've had the self doubt, you've had the self questioning that's trying to pull the rug out from under everything. Everything you're trying to accomplish.
1: It is one of the most defeating things to anybody. Is that questioning, isn't it? Yes. You know, it's the person that's going, okay, Stephen Meg, I listen to you guys every day. You're 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 great. I've been working through the journal. It's fantastic. I know my life is changing because of it. I know I have creative authority. I, I know that I was created with the power of that kinetic belief, Stephen, that you're talking about. But, um, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> you're, Hold you're questioning what you just decided to tell us. And you're questioning all of this good stuff you're talking about. And, and you're about to make something else final authority in your life. Mm. And actually, it's gotten to the point right now where a lot of people, even though they are determined to do something with their lives, especially after the last uh, you know, 12 months, yeah. yes. the whole planet, everybody, just so tired of being kept in one place and they want to do something, do so anything, go mm-hmm. anywhere give me a a, a cardboard box up on the edge of the Rockies and I'll get in it for a week. Anything. And and they're determined to do something now with their lives and they're thinking, am I really doing the right thing? Am I really smart enough? What if this happens? Or what if that happens? If I step out on my own, I want to start this business and it doesn't quite work out, what will I ever do then? And we need to look at this because it's, through this that we inflict so much negative consequences upon ourselves that it eventually it turns into more condemnation that we identify with as mm. who we are.
0: And this is such a powerful topic because many times we're, we're sending all of our focus out into, you know, receiving from the universe, meeting the universe halfway, connecting with our creator. Um, but this is really beautiful, this idea of, look, we're going to need to to hype ourselves up and, and get excited about trusting our gut, trusting ourselves, knowing ourselves, that that having that high, high level of, of self-discovery that can actually carry you through.
1: I just saw an image of the working horse and they put those blinders on them, don't they? Mm-hmm. So that they can't be distracted by the what-ifs. Yeah. They can't be distracted by the, the noise or the whatever it could be in the perif. Yeah. And you put the blinders on. Isn't that what we should be doing?
0: Yes, the task at hand.
1: Put the blinders on. to keep our focus and our intention moving us forward it, rather than going, you know what? I'm not doing enough of this or I'm not doing enough of that. The, the periphery that starts to move in. And then all of that, all of that comes from the insatiable appetite of the ego that's working, creating those those mental constructs, the arguments and the debates that's going on inside of your mind. It's trying to survive, and in order to survive, the ego it needs to be validated, and it's going to keep talking right. and keep yakking and and keep talking and and coming up with new new uh, things to debate and to chew on. Well, okay, if you, you you won that one, but what about this? It's a moving target that yeah. cannot be satisfied. It needs approval, and that's why it will just it drive you almost mad with those mental constructs of arguments.
0: Well, you made the 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 observation a moment ago that a big part of this is feeling like you're never doing enough you know, what I'm working on now, well, that's not what I'm supposed to be working on. It's never enough. And that's a huge red flag that you're in the ego, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. the ego yeah. is yeah. always living in tomorrow. The ego is always living in the the unattainable place that you can never seem to get to.
1: When it starts to creep in, that's the red flag, yeah. isn't it? Yes. And that's when you go, wait a minute, I'm not going down this road. I'm not going to chase after that thought to see where it's going to lead me. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm not jumping up out of my proverbial bed and running down that flight of stairs to See what the alarm is all about.
0: I'm not going to do it unless it's the fire alarm.
1: Unless it's the fire alarm, and then we know what tree to meet, <laughs> to at meet on that. the outside. <laughs> but other than that, when you operate in self doubt, what you're really doing is when you doubt yourself so much. Then here's here's what's really called being double minded. It's double mindedness. Yeah, self doubt yes. is really being double minded. Now think about it. The ego which is attached to the emotions is the king of questionings. Mm-hmm. It's the king of doubt. It sits there on the throne. It's the one that's ruling over the, the doubts. It's ruling over the fear, fearful energetics of the what-ifs and the yeah, buts.
0: yeah
1: The king of yeah buts. <laughs> That's it. The land of yeah but. <laughs> So self-doubt is, is being double-minded, and there's the king of doubt. And every time you become determined— To manifest something new into your life, you are either going to have to kinetically believe and not waver in your expectations and stand on that thing because as soon as you doubt it, you have canceled it out, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's over. There are there are two minds that everybody has access to that's always working. We have the ego which has all of these streams of thoughts racing through consciousness that we're talking about. And you have the essence of your being, which existed before you ever had a thought. All there was, was the thought of you. Now, here's what happens with self-doubt. Well, I just don't know if I'm smart enough, Steve. I don't know if I can do it or not. Rather than have a conversation with that internalized narrative that's raising its ugly head, stop the stream of negative reasonings by saying out loud, you know what, I've got what it takes. Why do we say this out loud? Because you cannot say one thing while thinking another. Speaking aloud our truth stops the whispers of lies. Mm. You see, I've got to stand on what I know can be done and do what my kinetic belief reveals to me to do and not question it or doubt it for one minute.
0: I love this idea of of speaking out loud what we are believing to be true about our abilities and about ourselves. It makes me think of... A football team in the locker room, and they're they're getting ready to run out onto the field, and they go crazy in there before those games. I mean, when you see those college teams and those in those locker rooms, I mean, the level of screaming and jumping and pushing and yelling. I mean, they are determining to believe that no matter what, that that, that winning is possible. But perfecting the skill set of hyping yourself up about yourself is I'm just in love with that idea.
1: Convincing themselves that they are convinced. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Feeding
1: off of each other's yes. um, uh, determination. Yeah. It's with all of that is rallying that. And yet, yeah, you know, we need to be rallying ourselves that way.
0: Well, and I love the idea of rallying us about us. <laughs> rallying me about me, you know, getting excited about who I really am. And Get
1: rallied about yourself. That's yes, good.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
1: Because sometimes it's in our attempt to be apologetic, to protect our egos. That's what we become. Mm. We end up having a double-minded um, sense of self versus going out the door each day, rallied with a single mind of victory, mm. of winning. I can, I am and i' I've, I've been there, we've all been there, where you know I know that I have an unction to do this one thing, but I'm just not still quite sure <laughs> maybe I didn't spend enough time in the locker room, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you right. know I was thinking about I was doing some other things, and I was you know reading a, a book of fables about whatever, yeah, rather than being intently focused on mm. the 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 game
0: yeah that
1: I'm about to play, Wow. Hey, you need to to know that it's the doing that activates attraction. And this is personal to you. You need to know that your day and your, your activities and the game that you're entering into is a personal thing to you. But so many people say, well, I just don't know what to do with my life. Your experiences, your life's journey is personal to you. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Mm. A double-minded person, the person that operates in self-doubt is going to be unstable. You know, one day you're, one day they're going to be believing and hoping for and acting toward this one thing, and the next day they're going to be saying, well, I just don't know. I'm not so sure now. I don't, I don't feel like it's going to work out for me. Actually, you know, and what if it doesn't work? Now, now what? What will they think of me then? They'll just say, well, I told you so. And I'm going to prove them right and me wrong. That's the way the ego functions. So you're unstable. You're a double-minded person. You're someone that doubts yourself and someone that doubts himself a double-minded person is going to be the one that's unstable.
0: Well, and what a uh, those are some really powerful words that you're using double-mindedness and and you know, having watching out for that instability in life. And that gives us a great visual too because you can so easily see that you're trying to walk that straight line of focus and then you, your thoughts cause you to lean to the left and lean to the right and then you're wishy-washy and you're up and you're down and you never get anywhere because your focus has just been so zigzagged
1: well think about it i don't want to do business with someone that's double-minded that doubts right. themselves i don't want a tow truck <laughs> a tow truck driver to show up out out beside the highway when i'm broken down and say well do you think i ought to back the tow truck up or pull it up Do you think I ought to hook it here or hook it there? What do you think, sir? Yeah. You're double-minded. I want somebody that knows what they know that they know. But you see, the universe is trying to do business with you, but it's kind of difficult to do business with people who doubt themselves. Wow. I look for somebody that has confidence. I mean, they're stable in what they're doing. So first of all, the double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. And if you find a double-minded person and they're double-minded in one area, I'm telling you they're most likely, probably, gonna be double-minded and unstable in some other areas as well. Absolutely. This is vitally important, Meg. Yeah. I mean, this is so important because if if you can identify areas where you're double-minded, you need to realize there are a lot of open doors in other areas of your life where double-mindedness is a, a very real possibility. Because, and these are the flags you're talking about, because when you doubt yourself in one area, you're going to be doubting yourself in other areas. It's not just pertaining to one thing. A double-minded person is double-minded in all their ways.
0: Well, in a life of double-mindedness, you're absolutely going to get years down the road, look back, and have accomplished nothing. Absolutely nothing, because you could never hold focus long enough.
1: Attracted nothing, manifested nothing, you were in that vicious circle of life. Yeah. Double-minded, never quite sure. You've got a great idea, and you tell everybody what you're about to do, Mm. and then a few weeks or months later, everybody's going, "Whatever happened to that? What he said he was about to do? Where did it go?" Mm. He's double-minded. He's doubting himself in these other areas, and it's and it's bleeding into all areas of your life. And you know what? You know what? You're out of position to attract anything that you desire. Out of position. It starts heading your way and you move. It's like the catcher behind the plate. And and he's, he's holding his mitt. He's got the target. And the pitcher winds up and lets it go as the catcher moves a few feet to the left. Now, what's going to happen? You're going to miss what you were attracting. Yeah. Listen, it takes confidence in order to possess what God filled the universe with to pour into your life. Stand still and be the target. Self-doubt is an attack of the sleeping ego. It's unawakened. And the thought forms it creates come against your self-worth. And it's an attack against your self-esteem. It's an attack against your confidence. Mm -hmm. KBs, give yourself credit. I mean, your creative self-esteem is on the line. Speaking of self-esteem, sometimes you've got to be careful in relationships, don't you? Maybe there is maybe there's one partner or a friend or somebody that will wanna make you feel like you're not smart. Yeah. Or that you're losing your mind. Or that you're always you're just always messing up. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn how to have better confidence in the creation of, of God that you are, the masterpiece of His beauty that you are. There are no spiritual birth effects. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You're splendid. There is a genius within you that wants to see the light of day. And, and you've got to have more assurance in that self. Wow. Because self-doubt is an attack on your confidence, Self, self-doubt self attacks confidence. Why is this so dangerous? Why is it so dangerous to lose your confidence? Because all of this, your self-doubting, your condemnation, it is all designed, vibrationally conformed to attack your self-confidence. And without confidence in your kinetic beliefs, without, without um Confidence, then I'm telling you, nothing works. Kinetic belief, and this is it. This is a practical expression of your confidence that you have in your oneness with your creator, mm-hmm. your oneness with ability, your oneness to be able to attract and manifest into your life. But if you're questioning the things that you desire, things that you have been revealed to you, questioning the genius of your purpose in your life wow. and you're questioning and you're being led into questioning by the people that you're surrounding yourself with you know all all the things that at one time in your life you just knew for sure and you know when that was maybe you were 12 years old but you just knew for sure that it was something you wanted something you desired something that moved your soul but now your ego has interacted with the vibrational negativity of other egos and it's an attack on your confidence to try to attack your vision and to try to stop things from manifesting into your life
0: well and this is also making me think about how you're you're really telling us all the time how important for example gratitude is because it's this demonstration of of believing for the thing that has well that you're saying has already shown up and so this seems like an even higher level of you know projecting that belief out into the universe you know putting that out there saying no look at me I am I am fully demonstrating through my self-talk through the things that I'm saying the people I'm the the meetings I'm taking my actions my self-confidence is is projecting out my Total and utter commitment to what I'm believing for.
1: That's the locker room pep talk again, isn't it? Yeah, you're projecting you're projecting victory onto the field. You're getting ready to run <laughs> through the tunnel to receive what you've already projected out there.
0: And I really love what you said a moment ago about how, look, you know, you don't want to do business with someone who's not confident in what they're believing for and what they're what they're standing for. And I just love that. You know, make sure that you are projecting the personality and the persona, and that you are the person that that the universe even wants to do business with that's great yeah
1: because why are we projecting why are we going to run through the tunnel why are we even going on to the field because we know there's a reward for us
0: Mm. yes
1: there's something we want and oh, we want it we we are craving it we (laughs) are thirsting for it there is another scripture in the bible which says to not fling away your fearless confidence Because it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. There again, confidence. Listen, if you'll keep your mind fixed on what you imagine to manifest, and there's the journal again, the journaling. Journal your life. Journal the blueprint. Journal to see it. Journal that. Keep your mind fixed on what you imagine to manifest. The substance of your belief will keep you in well being, it will manifest wholeness. It creates a a space of peace, of abundant peace wherever you go. And you're attracting this abundant prosperity to this space of expectation. If, If you don't cast away your confidence, your kinetic belief has a great and glorious compensation of reward. When you get your paycheck at the end of the work week, you don't refer to it as as uh, recompense or compensation, do you? Well, you might, and I'm, I'm a little jealous if you do. It's good, nice, nice vocabulary. Good job. <laughs> good, good job. Time for me to go get my recompense. No, you, you say you say that it's your paycheck, right? Yeah. It's time for me to get my paycheck. Well, by holding on to your confidence, confidence always has attached to it a paycheck. Hmm. Confidence always has attached to it the manifestation of compensation. So if your compensation is attached to your confidence, guess what the part of you that produces worry and doubt and fear, your ego, is going to be coming after. Your lower state of being is coming after your confidence. Confidence there are two natures trying to coexist within every single human being and there's a war and i don't i, I don't really have to tell most people that they you know they're they're butting heads with themselves <laughs> all the time i don't want to go Why do i don't go and I want to go, and I don't go. I'm being duped. That's the double mindedness because we're bumping heads with ourselves.
0: You're like the one thing I don't need you to tell me is that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> is, that, is that I
1: don't struggle with I myself? I that. Thank you. Or that I do struggle <laughs> right, with myself. Yes. No, we all know that those two natures are trying to yes. coexist, and one of those exists solely by identifying with thinking. It identifies with thoughts, with thinking. The other nature is your being, the essence of life. The essence of your being and the it's the you that exists outside of thought. It is your life essence. Mm-hmm. Identify with your life essence, and you attract the circumstances of your life to abundantly prosper, to flourish, and to grow. The egoist nature, which is a false sense of identity, because it's, you know, it's chasing after emotions which always change. Yeah it's a confused state of being it's delusional as a result of all that it doesn't want you to have confidence in your your higher self the negative nature doesn't want you to have confidence in the light of life that's on it's on the within the ego doesn't want you to have confidence in your health it wants you to miss the mark it wants you to feel guilty for the next 30 days The negative ego can, and it can do that by attacking your confidence in your self-worth.
0: And that's why I think journaling for me is always so important in in these specific circumstances because you were describing how so much of this is in the thought world, in the mind form. And journaling, is the perfect way for me anyways. I just love it really takes that from the spiritual and the mental into the physical. So it allows me to, when I have that on paper and when I have those writing prompts and I can actually work this out on paper, it feels tangible. It feels like something I can sort of wrap my arms around and and hone and it becomes a, an amazing skill set.
1: Yeah, we, that's, that's exactly right. An amazing skill set because you are honing the skills, you're focusing intently on those things because I'll guarantee you the ego did not want Dan Fogelberg to have confidence in developing his talents. Mm, right. And as such, you probably, there's probably no way that I could have called Dan Fogelberg up on the phone <laughs> and had a random conversation with that guy. Right. He would not have taken my call. No. <laughs> <laughs> because right. for, for many reasons. <laughs> He's working on something. Yeah, yeah. He's not taking random negative phone calls from anybody. Right. or having conversations that mm-hmm. would have been an assault against the talent that he was perfecting and working on. Yes. And you'll see that often with many artists. They they move away from the, the voluminous world around them. So to protect their their higher nature from the assault of the ego that wants to Uh, bring those factuous wars into the to the realm of expectations to defeat it and to tear it down and to make it of no effect
0: and from my own personal journey that that confidence that you're describing and that and that self protection that you're describing they go hand in hand because if you have confidence then you also have the confidence to protect yourself you have the confidence to say i am worthy i i am valuable and i'm valuable enough to be protected i have so much to offer if i'm in this right frame of mind and if i if i continue as a kinetic believer I am worth protecting, and I have to do that for myself.
1: Protecting ourselves from many personalities comes with bravery, doesn't it? Yes. There is a boldness that we have got to step into yes. in order to do the hard work of, of cutting off access. Well,
0: we've talked many times about, I think a lot of kinetic believers are incredibly empathetic, and so that means that they end up um, sometimes unknowingly carrying that emotional water for other people all the time.
1: The ego is so destructive, isn't it? I mean, because yeah. it, it doesn't want you to have confidence in forgiving other people. Yeah. It wants you to think that it's going to cost you something and that you're going to give them the upper hand and that you're going to prove them right if you do the forgiving. And and that's those are all mental egoist constructs wow. that are there to defeat you. It doesn't want you to have confidence in any way, shape, or form in your creative abilities. Yeah in your ability to win the game and run through the tunnel and to do it with authority and the might of victory at hand.
0: And all everything you're describing today is this really beautiful picture of self-discovery, isn't it? You know, it's it's all a journey, and it's all fun, and it's all thrilling and exciting. And so, as we're going through the journal, our third and fourth journal for some of us, but as we're working out these things, we're discovering yeah. so much about ourselves. We're developing value in ourselves. We're developing confidence. And you're just seeing this life balloon into this and blossom into this huge sort of unstoppable force once you once you get going.
1: That's so. That's such a good point that you are an unstoppable force after you do the work of of self-discovery. Somebody says, well, I know who I am. I've I've discovered me. I'm with me all the time, every day, day in and day out. Now, wait a minute, because the negative nature of you has a personality, Absolutely. And if you've done the work of self-discovery in the proper way, then you can identify those two natures distinctly and set the one apart that's destructive to for the other mm-hmm. one to transcend over the wow. ego. And so that the essence of your being takes the reins and takes the authority of your life now.
0: And these podcasts are so important because of what you just said. That that negative, that ego, it has a personality and it is incredibly cunning and manipulative and like you've told us many times, it will do anything to survive. It will tell you any story about yourself, any story about your life, any story about someone you know so that you'll keep it fed and keep it thriving and keep it alive. So, So being equipped with the journal with these podcasts with other like-minded people is is everything you oh you're onto that. something
1: you're pointing to that identity and you're saying you're negative and you're bitter and you're complaining and you are all of those things that's the negative nature that has the personality that we're talking about because what does it do it makes excuses It judges others. It judges yourself. It wants you to walk around wondering (laughs) and, and who you should challenge next, if you should get out of the car and fight back or not. It just to prove that you're right. That's the negative nature of this, the personality of it, that you want to cast it down. What KBs are doing and have to do is we've got to have more confidence in. Self discovery, more confidence in who we are
0: yeah.
1: and what we believe. Yes. Because the egoist nature that we're actively transcending is coming after our confidence. Mm-hmm. Now, remember if you're double minded, don't think that you're, you're going to receive what you're hoping to attract. I mean, if you're double minded, Because attraction, listen, attraction requires the power of kinetic belief. Belief is made of the substance of things that are hoped for. Belief works by quantum entanglement with the God particle. A kinetic believer produces results relating to the continuous, focused motion of an unwavering desire. Mm -hmm. And in your time of visionary journaling, like Megan you're talking about... If you're leaving out a continuous expectant gratitude, here's what the ego is going to attack. Your confidence. There it is. The thought comes. (laughs) Here comes, you got the thought comes.
0: Spoiler alert. (laughs)
1: Do I I really believe that I can just keep believing things are going to change just because I'm writing them down in this journal? It's attacking your confidence. Mm -hmm. The thought gets you to take a second thought. The second thought gets you to take a third, and so on and on. The reasonings of thought have you chasing them wherever they may go. You're identifying with the ego, and dreams come crashing down. Wow. In, in 19, 1905, Walter Wendell, poet, wrote, If you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win but think you can't, it's almost a cinch that you want. Yes. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. <laughs> For out in the world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. you got to be sure of yourself before mm-hmm. you could ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster men. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the one who thinks he can.
0: Wow. And this is such a beautiful journey that we're on as kinetic believers. We spent, a few years ago, we spent some time in in Rome A beautiful city. And I don't know if the story is true, but our tour guide told it. So it has to be, (laughs) it has to be. But, um, so you have the huge area that's ancient Rome and the story goes that a woman was out in her garden and she discovered a statue, a tiny little statue, and she kept digging and digging and it kept getting bigger and bigger. And eventually that was actually how they discovered this mass of ancient Rome. (laughs) And I just kept having that visual of, you know, that's our, that's the exciting, thrilling journey that we're going to be on as kinetic believers we're hand in hand just looking within and you think that there's just a little piece of you here but then we discover that we are so eternal and full of star stuff and full of just supernatural ability and and I have to say I have learned more about the the depth that that my my person goes to this past year doing these podcasts than I ever thought even possible it's more than i ever imagined that i would get to be
1: well that's a great uh, really a great scene that you just dropped in on there because I can see, you know, the kinetic believer is the one that's showing up with the with the toothbrush and is going to start moving the soil back because they think they can. Yeah. The kinetic believer is the one that, that at first thinks they can and controls the second thought to repeat, I think I can. I'm going to keep brushing this back. Oh, here's a little something. And I'm going to keep moving the soil around and to uncover what I think I can. Yes. I know I can. And the, the third thought comes in, I know I can and the power of kinetic belief the kinetic believer believes they can and knows they can and trusts that they will otherwise otherwise the second thought will attack your confidence by getting you to enter into questioning why am I brushing the dirt away here there's not a city beneath this ground
0: (laughs) I look stupid what what will the neighbors think
1: I should be down here eating some spaghetti after all I'm, (laughs) I'm in Rome
0: keep excavating Keep brushing.
1: Another thought about what you're doing, (laughs) taking more thoughts and more thoughts. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you were on your way and things around you started changing? Mm. Things were going good. And you had that second thought to show up? I mean, it could have come from someone you trusted, maybe someone uh, you asked. Maybe it was a, a call that you took while you were on your way down there. Yeah. Where people miss it, Meg is where, where strength fails when, when people get weak is when they take that second thought and that's all the enemy of the ego is trying to get anybody to do is, can I say something to you to get you to take a second thought?
0: And isn't that the essence of kinetic belief? Kinetic is that repeated motion, that repeated forward motion, that continual recommitment to what you're believing for which is always going to, to overpower the second thought because you're taking the first thought and you're making that first decision every day over and over and over again. I mean, isn't that why it's called a leap of faith? You're continually leaping and jumping into what you're believing over and over and over again.
1: And and that's, a, that's, that's great because, and, and we don't over Take a second or a third thought by uh, wrangling with it by <laughs> right. by getting tangled up with it and by yeah. going to the mat to debate it that's mm. not you cast it down you don't reason with it don't reason you always with say it.
0: that don't don't reason. debate
1: don't sit there and listen to what it has to say and then try mm. to outdo it or outwit it wow. you've you've entered into the arena of failure as soon as you do you know um hey steve I know you, this is my ego. Hey, oh. Steve. <laughs> okay. I know you're excited about going to San Diego to have that kinetic believers convention you keep talking about. But let me see if I can get you to take a second thought about it. What if? What if? Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pam. Hey, Tom. Hey, everybody. Let me see if I can get you to give a second thought to who you are. Let me attack your confidence. Let me get you into Mm self-doubt. And if I can get you over into self-doubt, I can get you out of confidence and over into doubting, into double-mindedness, and I will steal your compensation. I am going to come in there and I am going to steal your paycheck. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's not that the power of kinetic belief didn't work. It wasn't that something went wrong. You had payday coming until you took the second thought. That's what has filled this entire world system, Meg. Opportunities for people to take a second thought instead of them having confidence about in what they choose.
0: You know, we had recently run into somebody in the broadcast business that you worked with many years ago, and he has this ridiculous, you know, movie trailer voice. Bob. Bob. I love Bob. Oh, and it was unbelievable. Bob's amazing. Well, and Bob, you, you could say Bob is confident. Bob's got some confidence man and he's got some charisma and he's got it on all the time and it made me think though a person like that you can sense it when you're standing there with them you feel drawn to them you feel magnetized to them they draw you in but isn't that exactly what confidence is doing I love that that remembering him because that sensation of being drawn to someone is exactly what the universe feels when we are confident. You know, confidence makes you magnetic. We call confident people magnetic for a reason.
1: They're attracting. Confidence is attracting, right? But you know, this is the answer to why we don't see more of what most people call miracles in their lives. Mm. I mean, this is why the extraordinary is extraordinary and not more common. This is why Bob is extraordinary and not more common. We've got too many other things that will give us a second and a third and a fourth thought instead of a first thought that said, I am Bob. (laughs) Because I am Bob. I am healed. I am wealthy. I am filled with joy. I am at peace. I am free. Bob is wise and I am love.
0: I love that idea of protecting our first thought. Protecting it. That's beautiful. Why why
1: is this so dangerous? I mean, why are we pouring our lives into this? Why are we why are we so impassioned about all of this? Why is it so dangerous to lose our confidence without fail? This is this is not a test for the universe everybody. This is not a t- some kind of a test for God to see if God is a good God or not. This 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 isn't some kind of a test for creation. You will always receive. You will always attract. You will always manifest when you have confidence before your God. That is the bottom line. Now, you can go through this and you can think, well, maybe the circumstance isn't right. Maybe the timing isn't quite right for me. Maybe I need more money before I start. Maybe I should just do something different. Maybe... I was wrong after all, and I need to go in there and try to make it right so everybody will forgive me. But now listen, here it is. The substance of abundance, the universe, God is just looking for somebody that is going to have confidence in the creative system of unconditional love. And it doesn't matter how long it takes or, or where or when. It doesn't, none of that matters. Because sometimes the amount of time that it takes to see a thing. Can be pressure on your confidence and validation for the second thought to come. So it's dangerous to lose your confidence because I need to have my confidence in order to advance my life. But now wait a minute. I need my confidence to manifest my abundance, I need my confidence to manifest my healing, I need my confidence to get out of this place called nowhere. Whatever you're trying to receive in your life right now, without having confidence in the power of your kinetic belief, confidence in the life of love, and without putting up a defense against that second thought, that second thought will leave it beyond reach. KBs pay attention to the lifestyle of belief. Why? Because they know that it's changing their lives. It is one thing to say, Have confidence, like we're doing here today. (laughs) But it is totally another thing to to know what gives us confidence. What gives us confidence? Why should I have confidence? It is not what we've done. It's not what you've done. It's not that degree. It's not the, the legacy. It's not the inheritance. That's not what gives us confidence. What gives us confidence is, is it's, in the, it's in the act of creation. It's not what we've done for creation. It's not what we've done for love. It's what love has done for us. It's not because I've done this or I have did that thing. No, no, no. But what gives me confidence in life is look at what creation did for me before I ever started trying to do me. Hey, some of us need to start being more grateful by reminding ourselves, look at what was put into the universe to take care of me. You ask the question, how do I know that the universe will respond to my requests? Well, can you count the number of good things that's already happened for you in this life? How do I know that I can attract what I need to help me with this bill? Well, how many bills can you pull out of your file, and how many years of bills can you pull out of your file that somehow got paid when you didn't see your way out of no way? Well, can the power of my kinetic belief get me out of trouble? How many other times has the grace of favor, the love of life, how many times has your Creator gotten you out of trouble? You see, by awakening to love, transcending the ego, and by rising above the noise of the world you will see the power of joy. You will see the highest way. You'll see the absolute truth and the abundance of life through the power of your aligned kinetic belief. And it's that alone, that very thing alone, that will build your confidence up to never cave in and to never quit and to keep your confidence up by casting down all of those rotten negative imaginations and to never again take the second thought. Write in your manifesting journal today. Do it right now, if you've got it there with you, to stop doubting yourself. Well, how do I do that? Kinetically believe the love that your creator has for you. Because when when you start believing the substance of love, and love is not a mental construct, by the way. It's not just some... Uh, uh, ooey-gooey feeling or emotion that just is all warm and fuzzy. It is the word that we use for the quantum substance that permeates and sustains all things. Love activates life. Love produces children. Love nurtures. Believe the love that God has for you, then, then you can know that things are going to be the way that they should be for you. You see, our belief in the love that God has for us, that's what pumps our confidence up every possibility that can ever be exists already within the universe and this is a universal immutable truth meaning that it cannot change so what is the answer to the question does the universe ever change no (laughs) does creation ever change absolutely not now because you know that you can have confidence in your oneness with all confidence in saying I am that I am. Megan was, you were painting a lot when we first met. Yes. I mean you, a lot every night, and, all, all and the time. Some of your work was put in a a gallery for sale. Yeah, none of it was inexpensive, by the way. At least I didn't think it was at that time. <laughs> I mean, it was all... No, really was, for pretty, a new artist. Yeah, it was, it was pretty really, high. <laughs> really up there. Well, I was emotionally
0: and, connected, so I... I <laughs> is that what you were yes. like?
1: Maybe they won't buy it if I price it right, at, at exactly. this price. So it was all priced pretty high. And, but it, all of it sold. Yeah. And it sold for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, if I tried to paint something, uh, to some people, it could be art. To me, it, it's mostly a mess. But, <laughs> but then somebody might come in and see my mess over there in a corner and say, uh, how much for this one? To which I would reply, well, how much are you willing to pay pay me for it? <laughs> and they might say, well, how about 10 bucks or maybe 15, dollars $15. Well, that's, that is how much it's worth to them, right? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden it's that person that's determining the value by thinking about how much they're willing to pay. And because of the value that they've placed on it, that makes my artwork valuable. Yeah. Listen, your value, your worth doesn't come from what others think. It doesn't come from your looks. Your value doesn't come from your talent. The ego, now the ego, however, is going to make, make uh, you think that you're all that or it's going to make you think that you're a loser or that you're worth 10 bucks. But your value, it doesn't come from your looks, just like that canvas that, you know, I painted a tree on in the paint. Both of those may have cost me a buck twenty five. My <laughs> my worth, though, comes from somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. It comes from how much it comes from how much you already know from within. It comes from the knowing you have regarding who you really are. It comes from your awareness of life, of knowing what inspires you. It comes from what moves you. It comes from your ability to feel, your ability to laugh. It comes from your ability to cry. It comes from your desires. It comes from the essence of your being. It comes from God. We've got to remind ourselves how much we're worth for there to have been 18.4 billion years of universal labor pains to evolve us to this moment in time. You've got to remind yourself. You are priceless. You're so valuable that love made you into its image. You are its masterpiece. And now it's your turn. You have the authority on the earth. The power of your kinetic belief attracts abundance because of who you are. You, you're authorized to be healthy. You've been authorized to be wealthy. Authorized to be happy. You're authorized to not be angry. You have the authority to attract life. The authority to go to the moon. You have the authority to dream dreams and manifest the vision. You're the one with the authority because you've been authorized. But, you know, there are people who can't do these things if they are double-minded. How do I get rid of the hurt? How do I get rid of this emotional pain? How can I lose this weight? How can I be what I desire to be? And that's why, you know, we don't see any more personal moon launches than we see right now. That's why so many people are walking around with hurt in their lives, in their backpack, along with their laptops, because of this old lie going around the egoist's narrative. Well, you're just an old plain human being after all. I mean, you heard what they said. You can't do anything. And you'll remember for just a moment that that's not what you said until You took the second thought. That's not what you believed until you took the third thought. Before all of their thoughts became your thoughts. You came out of the infinite of possibilities. You were made in the image of all things possible. And so many people go around when they're needing a break, when they're needing relief, when they're needing peace in their lives, when they're needing a miracle, And they say, you know, I just don't know because I'm I'm just simply a human being, a simple, simple little man, a simple little woman. You were never, ever meant to go around second-guessing yourself. Doubt only begins when the ego brings negative thoughts your way. Journal your articles of faith and establish them as your kinetic beliefs. And claim your victory over all of those self-doubts because you now know how to deal with all those negative thoughts. You don't have to be defeated anymore by self-doubt. You don't have to be defeated anymore by hurt in your life because you have everything that you will ever need to never, ever again doubt yourself. And by knowing your own value, gosh, you can defeat once and for all self-doubt and begin receiving what is best for you today. Alice Walker wrote in her book, The Color Purple. Did you see the movie? Yes. Yeah. That was a long time ago.
0: It was. It's so good, though. It's a classic.
1: She wrote that, um, I think it pisses God off if you walk by the color purple in a field somewhere and don't notice it. People think pleasing God is all God cares about. But any fool living in the world can see God's always trying to please us back. mm Believe the love, people. Believe in the essence of your being. Be grateful to command the weather. Be grateful to walk on water, to heal the sick, to, to believe the love. And the power of your kinetic belief will be all the evidence you'll ever need for those things you've not yet seen. Let, let's work on some highest viewpoints. I'm just I'm getting... Riled up (laughs) up, up here.
0: (laughs) You're about to head into round two. It looks like.
1: (laughs) Let's let's do this. Say this out loud. Say, I am attracting.
0: I am attracting. The
1: super to my natural today.
0: (laughs) The super to my natural. Therefore. Therefore.
1: I have supernatural health.
0: I have supernatural health. I
1: have supernatural wealth. I have
0: supernatural wealth.
1: I have supernatural provision. I have
0: supernatural provision. I have
1: supernatural protection.
0: I have supernatural protection.
1: I have supernatural direction.
0: I have supernatural. Natural direction
1: i have supernatural wisdom
0: i have supernatural wisdom
1: i am healed throughout my body
0: i am healed throughout my entire body
1: from the crown of my head from
0: the crown of my head to
1: the soles of my feet to
0: the soles of my feet
1: i am healed i
0: am healed
1: my spirit is strong my
0: spirit is strong my
1: emotions are settled
0: my emotions are settled my
1: mind is sharp
0: my mind is sharp
1: my steps are ordered
0: my steps are ordered and
1: i declare the end from the beginning
0: and i declare the end from the beginning the
1: life that I shall live. The
0: life that I shall live. Wow! How to stop the cycle of doubt? If you want to dive deeper into this topic, we will be posting a blog about it on the website. That's going to be stephenkenyoncom and of course, you can look at the journal and buy your fifth or sixth one if you need it there as well.
1: Put your arms around you yourself. Give yourself a hug, everybody. Oh,
0: I can feel it. Squeeze it, it tight. Can you guys That's feel from
1: it? me and from Maggie. <laughs> And sending out this love to all you guys all around the world. All around the world. Thanks as
0: usual, Stephen, for all the love and all the wisdom. Bye. Bye.